Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's podcast. Touchdown, Kiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by Wonkley Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted. Rondé Barber to the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Rondé. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. Welcome to betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook Sports. Ron Crook. Joined, as always, by the New York Giants all-time leading rusher, Tiki Barber, and Super Bowl champ with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Rondé Barber. Well, guys, and then there were two. Only the Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles have passes into that exclusive undefeated club as we enter into week number four. As usual, some big-time upsets last week, including those unbeaten Dolphins, giving the Bills their first defeat of the season. Tiki, give us your takeaways from week number three in the NFL. Well, I thought that the Buffalo Bills were going to be undefeated this season, but something happens when you go play in 88, 90-degree weather with 98% humidity and you run 90-plus plays and outgain the opponent by 300 yards. You get worn down. And fatigue makes a coward out of all of us. And more importantly, it makes you commit mistakes. They had nine possessions in this game, and it was mistakes that derailed them from scoring enough points, which left Tua a lot of time to go make a big play and ultimately get the game winner. So uh, fatigue derailed one of the best teams in football this year last week. Yeah, I was sweating just watching that game. Rondé, what caught your attention last week? I think fatigue got to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that same weather in Tampa, dude. Are you kidding me? A lot of unexpected stuff going around the NFL, man, including what I asked for last week, Indianapolis Colts to go show that they are in the conversation. After everything they did in the offseason, they find a way to win at home against Kansas City. But is it fair to say that Josh McDaniels is already coaching his way out of Las Vegas? <laughs> oh, man. It only took him a year and a half to get out of Denver, man. And uh, there were some good games or some bad games. Your Denver Broncos versus the San Francisco 49ers was probably the ugliest game I've seen in a long, long time. And we it got was Jimmy, brutal. We got Jimmy D to pull a Dan Orlovsky. So <laughs> come on, man. what a week. <laughs> the tweet from Orlovsky was classic too. Freedom was awesome. My takeaway, guys, maybe the AFC West is not the best. I mean, the only <laughs> winless team in the NFL is, are the Raiders. Chargers smoked at home by Jacksonville. As Rondé just said, Denver 
won, but that sure wasn't pretty. And and the Chiefs looked human. So uh, that was my takeaway. But the underdogs continue to come through in the NFL. In week three, only four favorites covered compared to 12 dogs. Six home favorites failed to cover. Big week for the books as Kansas City and Buffalo lost. And the under guys, that keeps coming in. Under the point total has hit 31 times in 49 games heading into week four. So let's get right to it. Game number one, Thursday night football special. The brutal schedule for Miami continues and maybe the lack of respect as well. Despite being 3-0, and the Dolphins are underdogs when they travel to 1-2 and Cincinnati for this week's Thursday night game. The defending AFC champ, Bengals got their first win. They took down the Jets last week. And the Finns, man, they have beaten the Patriots, the Ravens, and the Bills. So, Tiki, you know, the big storyline coming in, uh, really in this one to me, uh, Tua and the Dolphins, he's just looking like a world beater right now. No, he is looking like a world beater. The scouting report coming out of college, and if you ever watched him in Alabama, I called a couple of his games down there, was that he is a great deep ball thrower his accuracy on balls over 20 yards was something like 77 percent in college well guess what he's still doing that in the nfl and it helps when you put a good talent around him we talked about this last week with tyreek hill they went and got jalen water who he has familiarity with they there's the ability for him to make big plays which have allowed them to come back against baltimore you talked about uh, a week ago but also to set up the game-winning touchdown or the go-ahead touchdown last week against the Buffalo Bills. And the question you got to ask is, is that sustainable? Like, can you keep just having big play after big play after big play? Eventually teams are going to take that away. And the question is, yeah, I think they can be successful. They have a good run game. And more importantly, I really love their offensive mindset and their head coach, Mike McDaniel, who's also their play caller. Ronda, he creates success for this system and for Tua, right? Well, he's a little bit quirky. He's definitely <laughs> highly intelligent. Uh, talking about Mike McDaniel, and he looks like he's having a hell of a good time in South Florida. I mean, he even does. even like you're stressful. It's like, eh, I'm head coach in the NFL, and you know, I'm killing this right now. And my and I'm letting my quarterback he does best, which is find uh, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle and uh, and just annihilate teams. But I'm gonna pump the brakes just a touch. Just a touch. Mm -hmm. I will give them the New England Patriots win. The Patriots, nah, who knew what they were week one? Baltimore, late comeback. I watched that game. They should have lost. Buffalo is an apparition, dude. They were like, it's like Houdini escaping a water tank tied with both hands and knees tied together. They somehow bribed the concussion guy to let Tua come back out of the halftime. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> like, is this team really that good? I don't know, man. I don't quite know. And if Tua's only going to rely on, on on these big plays to win, at some point teams figure out how to take it away. Just like well, the problem, Rondé, is that teams don't believe he can make that big play. You know what I mean? They feel like ah, he's not going to do that against us until he does. Yeah. Yeah, I think teams are going to learn, Tiki, pretty quick that this guy is a human highlight reel for sure. So we go to the game, Superbook.com, open this line as Cincinnati minus two. The point total was set at 48 and a half. Money coming in on the Bengals right now, according to Superbook.com. The Bengals, 
four-point favorites, and the point total has gone down to 46 and a half. Tiki, you're up first. Who are you going with this week? I can't in good conscience believe that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to put together a good showing. Joe Burrow's gotten the crap beat out of him in his first three weeks. 15 sacks. And only two of them last week against the uh, against the Jets. The Jets couldn't get home, but they knocked the crap out of him. I got to trust Miami and their big playability over Cincinnati and their lack of ability to protect their quarterback. So give me Miami getting four in this game. Did he get beat up worse than Daniel Jones? I, I mean, I've never seen <laughs> uh-huh. that. I think uh-huh. he just got hit again this way. That was unreal. I felt for him, but yeah, great point on that one. Uh, Rondé, who do you like in this one? Well, the quarterback that's getting most beat up is Carson Wentz. I mean, you watched that game the other week. But in this one, 15 sacks in three weeks, Burrow is a little bit of a pincushion right now. It's like a tackling doubling in, in the backfield. This is, to me, it's panic time for Zach Taylor. There's a couple of things that he can do better to help his quarterback. One, run the football. That's the easy thing to say, but Joe Mixon's only averaging 2.8 yards per carry, and he's not involved in the offense at all. There was one instance last week where I was watching Joe Burrow drop back to pass, and it was three-step. You know, he took like three steps back and the route combination was so long developing. He had nowhere to throw the football. Zach Taylor needs to get himself back on track as a play caller before they have a chance to win any game. So I'm with Tiki in this case. I think it's Miami because of the way they're playing, because of what two is doing. Not that I believe in Miami, but I think they're in a, a much better place right now than Cincinnati is. And that very well could be. But in my opinion, the Dolphins shouldn't be 3-0. and If if it wasn't for the Ravens choking away that massive lead in the fourth quarter. And then the Bills had every opportunity to win after racking up nearly 500 yards in total offense. That was crazy to me. But I think somehow the Bengals get this done. They need this game more than the Dolphins do. The offense got back on track against the Jets. Not saying much uh, with that stat, but I think the Dolphins defense is giving up crazy amount of yards and points as well. Uh, Surrendering an average of 413 yards per game, second worst in the NFL. I'm taking the Bengals in this one to get back to 500, despite every underdog on the planet covering. (laughs) <laughs> Although football season is in full swing, Superbook is still offering a $1,000 bonus when you sign up, make a deposit, and a wager. Get to Superbook.com. For more info, make sure you are following us on all social media platforms at Superbook Sports. All right, game number two, and someone is going to lose their second game of the season when a pair of AFC Super Bowl contenders battle in Baltimore the 2 and 1 Buffalo Bills clash with the 2 and 1 Ravens two of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the league Josh Allen of course has been the favorite for MVP for a while according to Superbook sitting at plus 225 right now but here comes Lamar Jackson blowing up and his odds are getting shorter superbook.com has him now currently at 5-1, to one, only behind Patrick Mahomes. Bills were upset by the Dolphins last week while the Ravens took out the Patriots. Both teams have lost to Miami. I just mentioned it. Rondé will come to you. What Lamar Jackson is doing right now, not only with his arm but with his feet, is amazing. Can he keep this up? This is a great question because not only is the Baltimore defense bad, they're really, 
really bad. Last in total yards, and the only team in the league right now giving up that have given up a thousand yards passing. They got good players in the secondary. Like the only thing saving the one saving grace with Baltimore's defense is they're taking the ball away. They have eight takeaways this year, which is tied most in the league with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course. But there's a reason I believe that he can't. He's on a mission. He's got 10 passing TDs right now. People say this is legs. He's got two rushing TDs. He is throwing some balls in some tight windows, and he probably has the best tight end in football right now in Mark Andrews. So can he continue to do this? Yes. I think yeah, he's I mean, on a mission yeah. to prove the league wrong. And Tiki, I think you probably agree with you. More importantly, the question is, can Harbaugh continue to trust him to do that week in and week out? Yeah, I think that John Harbaugh has a real belief in him to outscore any opponent. Don't forget, they fired Wink Martindale this past offseason. He's now with the Giants, as we talked about earlier in the show. And their defense is a little bit in transition. I don't think they're quite sure of where they're supposed to be all the time. So they have to, in essence, outscore opponents. That's why they lost to Miami. They just couldn't outscore the opponent. This opponent this week, Buffalo, is going to be a team. We talk about the uh, Cincinnati Bengals being desperate. The Bills kind of got to be desperate themselves because they just lost to Miami. They're playing Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens this week. Then they have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then they have the Kansas City Chiefs. uh, And then they have the Green Bay Packers. I don't want to say it's must win for a team that we expect to be (laughs) the Super Bowl representative for the AFC. But this is kind of must win. They can't afford to mess around and get behind the eight ball. So there's some challenges for both of these teams. Obviously, Baltimore because of their defense, but Buffalo because they got a really tough schedule ahead of them. This is a game to watch because of the quarterback matchups. Both of them are leading their teams in rushing yards. That's crazy. Right. Lamar, you expect it. And with Josh Allen, you kind of expect it, too. I don't know what that means. I don't know how that translates into this game, but I still think Buffalo is the class of the uh, AFC. But this game will be one to prove it. Well, this is going to be a fun game to watch. Probably a crazy offensive shootout. And Tiki putting the Bills in must-win situation (laughs) already. I love it. Put some pressure on them. Superbooks opening odds. Buffalo came in as a minus three favorite, the point total at 54 and a half current odds as of this recording. The Bills are now three and a half point favorites and the over under has gone down to 52. All right, Rondé, you're up. Who are you taking? I'm taking the over for sure. I know that the <laughs> Buffalo Bills are on the board and Lamar Jackson just to me just doesn't look like he's slowing down at all. One thing, especially to be concerned about if you're Buffalo, is some of the injuries that they have. Both safeties are out. Micah Hyde went on IR this week. Jordan Poyer didn't play last week. And they gave up some chunk yardage last week in the secondary. They don't have a, one of their defensive linemen is down as well. So for me, I would love to say that it's, this is Buffalo's time to bounce back. But I don't know that their defense is good enough right now to stop what Lamar Jackson is doing because he, he he's unaffected by the rush. And that is what Buffalo has done well over the first couple of weeks is rush the pasher. He can find a way to right. get out of that. I, I would look to, to Baltimore to cover this. All right, Baltimore covering Tiki. What say you? I mean, I don't want to have one of these weeks again where we all agree, or at least me and Rodney agree. But if it's going to become a shootout, I've seen – Lamar Jackson evolve into a pocket passer. Like he doesn't want to run as much. He'll do it and he'll go rip you apart. But I think I got to take Baltimore getting points as well. 
I know that Buffalo is the class of the AFC and they're supposed to win the championship as we talked about many times, but I, if you're going to try to outscore a guy who can do it both with the, in the air now and with his legs, give me Baltimore plus three and a half for sure. All right. So Rondé and Tiki going with Baltimore. You know what the best bet ever was guys? Lamar Jackson betting on himself. How about <laughs> that, man? He is gonna, he is going to get paid. I think it was brilliant. He is just killing it. And uh, fifth leading rusher in the NFL. I mean, that was such a crazy jackpot for him. But while the Ravens offense is rolling, I mean, their defense is not. Rondé, you, you brought it up. Their secondary is surrendering an NFL high. 353 passing yards a game. That's not good when you're going up against Josh Allen, who's averaging like a thousand yards per game. <laughs> I'm going to break this all up. I'm thinking Buffalo bounces back. Still the best team in the league, even with the injuries. I'm going to take the Bills to cover and another favorite. Seriously, mm-hmm. what am I doing? <laughs> Three weeks, you haven't learned? <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently this trend has to come to an end and I'm just rolling the dice. It's coming to an end this week. All right. With the latest odds, bonuses, promotions, original content you won't see from any other sports betting service out there. Follow us on social media at Superbook Sports. All right. Third and final game, guys. On paper, looks like the classic grudge match between a top defense and a high-flying offense when The surprising Jacksonville Jaguars and their dominating defense travel to Philly to take on the unbeaten Eagles. This is the Jags head coach Doug Peterson's revenge game against the team that let him go. All right, Jacksonville going for their third straight win. No, I have not been drinking. I said that. (laughs) Jacksonville going for their third straight win. Coming off total domination of the Chargers, the Eagles looked really good in taking out Washington. Both teams 2-1 and one against the spread. Tiki, let's talk about this, uh, the Jaguars. I mean, the defense looks great, but this offense is clicking, led by uh, quarterback Lawrence and him just getting it done and Robinson running the ball. I mean, they're clicking on all cylinders right now. No, they really are. And it's interesting the difference you see in Trevor Lawrence from last year to this year. He is more confident. He looks more comfortable with what's being called for him. And I think the biggest issue is clearly and obviously the head coach. They dominated Indy. They dominated the Chargers, two teams that they weren't supposed And they should have won against the Washington Commanders. So they should be 3-0. and Good And the point. difference is that Trevor Lawrence is, has easy throws, right? Teams want to play this big shell behind him. You know what? He'll take five yards, and then Zay Jones splits it for 20. You know, he'll take a check down to Travis Etienne, and then he goes for 15. It just creates – there's so much weaponry on this Jacksonville offense that we discount. Christian Kirk might have been the best free agent signing uh-huh. this offseason, even though nobody wants to talk about how good, good he's point. been for this team. So I think the talent around a young quarterback makes it so much easier for him to produce. And most importantly, their defense is hungry. I mean, their outside linebacking group, it's all first-rounders, and they're playing that way right now. It's interesting you brought up free agents. They also have your guy Evan Ingram, right? He's playing tight end. They line up. It looks like they're playing four wide. Obviously, that's what Evan Ingram has brought. But you ask what's different with Trevor Lawrence? Doug Peterson. I mean, look what he did with mm. – uh, I hate that I brought up Carson Wentz twice in one episode. But look what he did with Carson <laughs> Wentz. 
Philly. He, he turned it into, into the player that was almost an MVP and would have won a Super Bowl if he would have started. But last year, Trevor Lawrence was throwing, completing 58% of his passes or something. He had 17 interceptions. This year, nearly 70% completion, and he's only turned the ball over once. This team has only given the ball away one time. And Tiki, you mentioned it. They are playing with unbelievable players on defense. Both rookie linebackers, Trayvon Walker and Devin Lloyd out of Utah, are just balling right now. Guy's got two interceptions in two games. That's not to mention the other Josh Allen playing outside linebacker. They're top 10 defense, and that helps a young quarterback feel good about taking chances or being safe with the football. And, And I watched his film earlier today. He is really more athletic than I ever gave him credit for. He makes throws on the run. I challenge anybody to go look at that touchdown he threw to Zay Jones last week on the oh, run to his right, and it was a beautiful throw. That's what's different yeah. with uh, Trevor Lawrence this year. Yeah, you know yeah, what? That was a looked, laser. Yeah, it was a laser. He looks a little bit like Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts is balling too. And you know, you know what both these teams are doing? This is why it's going to make this matchup so fun to watch. They roll their quarterback out. And it's almost like a like a run pass option, but there's no running back involved. It's we're going to get outside the pocket. And if you come attack me, I'm throwing it to the guy you just left. And he's going to go get 12 yards because there's nobody else back there. Right. Or if you lag back, my quarterback is athletic enough to go get eight, 10, maybe 20 yards. So it's unique, both of these guys. And it makes the matchup really compelling because also and Rondé called this the Eagles defense is stout. And Jalen Hurts is turning into a stud. This matchup is going to be so compelling because their formula is exactly the same on how they win. Good quarterback play and a stout defense. I would have loved to seen the odds uh, at the beginning of the season that we'd be breaking down the Eagles and the (laughs) Jacksonville Jaguars coming into this week. But I love it. Superbook.com opening odds, Philly minus seven over under at 47 and a half. Current odds as of this recording, the number's gone down to Philadelphia by six and a half and the over under set at 48 points. All right, Tiki, you're up. Who are you going with? I got to go with Jacksonville plus six and a half. I mean, I know it sounds so odd because of how horrendous they've been the last couple of years, but the circumstances give you the reason. And if you've just watched them play, they are confident, they are hungry, they are efficient, they are everything you would want from a young football team. And they're going to surprise people and they're going to keep surprising people because after two blowout wins against teams they weren't supposed to beat, they're still almost a touchdown underdog. Come on, give me the Jags plus six and a half. All right, another underdog for Tiki. Rondé, are you going to keep up that trend? Look, man, we came into this asking is in the NFC, are the Philadelphia Eagles the best team? Are they? <laughs> right. A healthy Bucks team is probably in a conversation. LA Rams team that won a Super Bowl when they hit their stride, they're in a conversation. Green Bay has Aaron Rodgers, even with no receivers, they're playing good defense. They're in a conversation. The fourth team is the Philadelphia Eagles. This team is good. And I'd love to disagree with you, Tiki, and say they're six and a half points better than Jacksonville, but I watch Jacksonville too. They're not. I know that uh, Jalen Hurts is playing best football of his life, really, because he's doing it in the NFL, but I still can't buy six and a half points to a team that's actually ascending, really, really ascending the Jacksonville Jaguars. The coaching's better. Obviously, the quarterback's playing better. The defense is better. If they pull this off this week, 
against this team that I think is really good, Jacksonville, then I'll start saying they're, they're the best. But I, I'm with Tiki. Six and a half is a little much for me. Current odds as of this recording for the Eagles to win the NFC, they are tied at seven to two odds with Tampa Bay. So the mm. odds makers, Rondé, are giving them a little more credit than you are. The Barber Love Fest continues here this week. <laughs> All three games, the guys are going with the underdog. And so why not just roll the dice and just go against both of you this week? I mean, Jalen Hurts right now, fellas, <laughs> he's playing at an unbelievable uh, MVP type of level. Listen, I think one of the biggest factors in this, yes, the Jags defense is killing teams right now, especially up front. But the brutal travel disadvantage here, I mean, they went Jacksonville to L.A. and now they're back flying to Philly. That's a lot to ask for a team. I'm going to go with offense over defense in this one. I'm probably Superbook odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray's favorite better because I'm taking three favorites one more. We will see, fellas. All right. Superbook is offering some great sign-up bonuses, promotions. Visit Superbook.com, download the app, get in on all the college football and NFL action. And if you're in Las Vegas or Colorado, come see us. Check out the games at the Superbook at the Westgate in Vegas or at the Lodge Casino in Colorado. It's always a good time. Time now for America's favorite segment. You know it, you love it, you can't live without it, boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Across the country, fans are going nuts. <laughs> ah, Still high-quality production value on that bucket of bets jar. <laughs> Only the best for betting with the barbers, guys. Why change something that works, man? That's right. All right. So we got three bets uh, that we're going to check out. Let us know, guys, if you like it or dislike. I'm going in and up first. Let's see. Oh, boy. My Broncos getting two and a half points at Las Vegas. That should be Denver getting two and a half points. Mm. So it should be plus two and a half. 100%. I think eventually Denver's – I'm taking this. Eventually Denver is going to figure it out. And Russell Wilson is too good of a quarterback to be playing this mediocre. And there's too much talent on that team and Las Vegas looks lost. Just ugh. like, I don't, I don't love them at all. So yeah, I'll take that Denver plus two and a half. Las Vegas is just finding ways to lose games. That's the only way that you can say this. They're finding ways to lose games because they also Tiki are very talented, especially mm-hmm. on the offensive side of the ball. Now they do they have some questions on defense. Yes, but not so much so that they should be and three. This is a good football team. And plus two and a half to Denver. That's Look, I I, in Bucket of Bets, I'm going against Tiki. I'm going the other way. I think it's time for L.A. to get off the schneid. <laughs> they are definitely in a desperate must-win situation in this one. We'll see how that one fares. All right, guys, going back in. What do we got for number two? San Francisco to win the NFC is 11 to 1 odds. Rondé will come to you first. Are you uh, betting this one or are you going to pass? San Francisco can't score touchdown. Uh, defense is really, really good. Mm. No, I'm not taking that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
They don't score enough points, man. I wouldn't take them to win anything right now. Granted, Arizona looks bad. Uh, Seattle is bad. Uh, L.A. has got a bum quarterback and a defense is still trying to find their way. But no chance. I wouldn't take any bet with San Francisco right now. I just don't trust them. Yeah, don't forget, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't practice all offseason. He was basically throwing on the side uh, this entire training camp and preseason, waiting to get traded. But because of that surgery, nobody wanted him. And so he comes in, and yeah, he leads him to a victory uh, in a week ago uh, when Trey Lance got hurt. But he's limited. He's Jimmy G. We know he locks on to wide receivers. We know that whether that's Kittle or, or Debo Samuel, he doesn't have that lift ability. He is a decent quarterback, but he's not a lifter. There's no way they're winning the NFC. And I know Kyle Shanahan is a great play caller and play designer, not good enough to cover for the average nature of Jimmy on most nights. Right. There's a reason he wasn't starting. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was a little surprised at how much love he was getting going into that game and how much better they were. And I don't know. It's Jimmy G being Jimmy G. All right. Final bet from Bucket O Bets. And what do we got going here, fellas? Ah, back to school with one of Superbook's uh, promos. Ohio State versus Alabama. Will they meet in the national championship? You can get plus 405 if you think that will be the national championship matchup. This is I love that bet. That's why you got to get to superbook.com sign you up know because what? they have promos like that. Tiki, yeah. what do you think? I would I would definitely take this because Ohio State is not going to get challenged in the Big 10. And Alabama, their only challenge is Georgia who Exactly. who could ruin the party. Yeah, but I don't know if Georgia I think Georgia's good. I think they were better last year. So and their tight end is is ridiculous. I forget the kid's name, but he's the tight end is ridiculous at Georgia. But if you shut him down, there's not a lot else that can hurt you. So I and plus four oh five, one I'm take I would take I throw a hundred bucks on that, one hundred percent. Because it's not even about who's winning, it's just getting there. Rondé, yeah, this, do you agree? Yeah, this one's hard to disagree with for a lot of reasons. Well, Ohio State and Michigan are both four and right in the uh, in the Big Ten yeah, right now. Michigan's a little bit of a pay it they mm. Right. They don't, it, 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 but I'm just saying, there's four undefeated teams in the ACC. <laughs> I don't know who's getting in the national championship. I went to an Oklahoma game last week and watched the Wildcats beat Props Oklahoma to you, in performance. I said it last week on my corner. I cannot trust. <laughs> you did. In my life right now. So oh, I if I feel like losing 100, yeah, I'll take that. But if I'm actually trying to make money and it's like my last 100, I'm not taking that bet. I, just, <laughs> I, just I, I just love it. I love it. Props to the Kansas State Wildcats. Uh, if you are going against the plus 05 and, and uh, you want to go no, it's minus 505 currently at Superbook. National championship odds, Alabama and Georgia, who could ruin that bet, are the favorites at plus 195. Ohio State comes back at 2-1. to one. Next after that, kind of proving Rondé's point, Clemson at 20-1. to one. <laughs> Who knows? Mm-hmm. 
right, guys, that's going to do it for another edition of Betting with the Barbers. I'll save this and I'll put it in a very safe spot uh, <laughs> before we kick off on Thursday night. Final word. Uh, let's go over. Let's go back east and go uh, to Tiki first. So my New York Giants lost on Monday night to the Dallas Sorry. Cowboys. And so many people were disappointed. Like all the prognosticators were picking the Giants. And I'm like, do you guys watch the Giants? They've won two games. And I really like the direction they're going in. But they're not quite good yet. The Cowboys got a lot of talent. And Cooper Rush, despite people wanting to clown him, is a really good quarterback. So the Giants are right where they need to be, even though they lost. And without Dak and Cooper Rush under the helm, there might be a quarterback controversy brewing, at least according to Jerry Jones. <laughs> Could be. All right, Rondé, final thoughts. That no chance. Quarterback controversy. Are you kidding me? Although Cooper Rush is 3-0 in NFL. Dare we say he is the next Kurt Warner, perhaps? Somebody else will get him and make him something. But if I'm looking at games, I'm the one that I keep getting my eyes going back to is a Kansas City-Tampa game. Obviously, it's here. It's at night. It's going to be affected somewhat by Hurricane uh, Ian. It's supposed to be Sunday night. Bruce Aaron's supposed to get in the Ring of Honor uh, this weekend. But prayers out to those. Uh, it's the best game. They play every year now. Super Bowl and since they played every year. So it's one of the ones you got to look forward to. Thoughts and prayers with all of you down in Florida, Rondé. Uh, hopefully this uh, hurricane isn't a huge deal and blows by. But great job as always, guys. Uh, appreciate it. I'll say this. If I don't hit on some of my picks this week, I may go full Ken Dorsey and just lose it on that. <laughs> bucket of bets everywhere sorry all right that's gonna do it expect some more upsets and craziness for my broadcast partners tiki barber and ronde barber i'm ron crutt enjoy the games everyone you've been locked into the betting with a barbers podcast 10 5 touchdown tiki barber Presented by Superbook Sports, featuring former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki and Rondé Barber, and featuring Ron Kruk. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today, and never miss out on the Barber Twins' weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Rondé Barber broke up the play. Rondé Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.